Well, hey there, everybody. You're listening to the DIY Marketing School Podcast. I'm your host and your marketing coach, Melanie Diane Howe. And today, I'm going to give you some tips about working virtually. Well, hello, everybody. Okay, so we're just going to get this out of the way. I wanted to record this podcast episode because right now, the world is going through major changes. We are all seeing an increase in virtual work. People are having to change the way they communicate because of this pandemic that's going on. And it's just, it's, it's really pushing and forcing people into new territory. And I'm the kind of person who I really like to stay positive. I can pretty much always find the silver lining in situations. And I just think that these are times when we can embrace the challenges. Um, some people are going to go through deeper challenges than others. And one, we need to help each other. So we want to make sure we're always helping each other. But two, just embrace that sometimes these situations can actually foster amazing creativity and innovation. And I want you to be thinking about that as you experience whatever it is that you're experiencing that's different. And so I know that the whole virtual working is new for everybody, or well, not, I'm sorry, not everybody, but it's new for a lot of people. And even people like me who work virtually all the time, it's new for the people we're working with. And so it's new in some way, shape or form. It's affecting just about everyone. And I know that there's a lot of people, especially in the small business world, that just haven't really ever been set up to work together remotely or virtually. And even if you are an entrepreneur and you now are working and having to do business, work with your clients virtually and remotely, then it's possible it's new for you. So I just wanted to record this episode and give you guys some of my tips on how to be more successful in this world of virtual um, interaction, virtual work that we're now embracing. And this is more so your actual like day-to-day operations, okay? There's a million things we could talk about when it comes to converting business to virtual, but I wanna talk more just about helping you be successful now that you're basically working from home or working remote. Either new, that's either new to you or it's new to some of the people that you're working with. And so I, li- I wanted to talk about it and I wanted to just give you a little background. I mean, I, I've honestly been working remotely you know, in different capacities since 2006. I worked for a large company and we had a headquartered office that I, you know, worked in. And then I ended up taking a different position in our Chicago office, which was an office of about five people. And I especially worked with those people in that office, those designers. But I also, like all of my clients were elsewhere and all of the people back in our headquarters that I worked with, they were obviously not in the office with me. So you know, conference calls, being on conference calls and being on a speakerphone during a meeting instead of sitting in the meeting and just you trying to come up with different ways to communicate. That all started for me in 2006. And fast forward a little bit, you know, then I ended up working for a software company who had all kinds of great systems and tools. And we created systems and tools for project management. And a lot of our employees were virtual. Then when I became self-employed, I basically became virtual in the world. And in a lot of ways, working by myself, I worked at home a lot too. And so I learned a lot about what it's like to work from home, 
to work in isolation, if you will, the loneliness that can happen because I went from working in groups and collaborating with people to backing, basically becoming by myself all the time. And so I know what that's like. And then now, you know, here in the last three, four years, just, I mean, I have clients, I can work with people anywhere. And so I know what it's like to work face to face. And I also know what it's like to not work face to face. I have one of my um, clients, I'm a contractor for somebody, they have a big team and we work everyone's virtual like everybody is virtual even the people that live in the same town together actually work from their homes and every once in a while they will gather so I have a lot of experience in this whole virtual environment and I wanted to just share with you you know a a few tips to help you embrace this and be set up for success and some of these things are things that I've learned through making mistakes or wish somebody had told me a long time ago Uh, And then other things are just um, things that kind of came out of the innovation, like, oh man, this is, this should be easier in creating solutions. So here we go. First things first, (laughs) the first, like literally the first thing you do every day is get out of bed and get up. And now that you're working virtually and you're not in an office and, and you may have the kids at home now, even too, who don't have to get up early for school during this crazy time, you know, I'm going to encourage you to still get up around the same time you used to get up. And I just think this is key. Um, Unless you are, you know, a night owl and you're doing all your work throughout the night, I want you to really consider still getting up in the morning, even though you just shaved off whatever amount of time you shaved off because you don't have to commute into work or take the kids to school first, then go to work. You know, some of you may have gained back an hour and a half of your morning just from that. Um, But still get up at a normal time. And I want you to get up around the same time every day. having routine is important. And just because we're working virtual and we don't have to show our face in the office at a certain time or whatever, that doesn't necessarily mean that we should let go of structure. And that kind of leads me to the next one. The next one is get ready in the morning. So you can totally work in your pajamas, most likely now, yoga pants, whatever you want. You don't have to shower. (laughs) You don't even have to brush your teeth, but I'm going to encourage you to still do so. One, because brushing your teeth is good hygiene and hygiene is important, but also you are going to feel so much more productive if you actually get ready. Now, let's say you worked at a bank or something and you had to wear, you know, a suit every day. I'm not saying you need to put on a suit every day to work at home, but I do want you to get dressed. I want you to at least feel good about yourself, put on real clothes, not just pajamas. Don't just sit in your pajamas all day. Put on some actual clothes. And, um, I want you to think about your morning routine. Let's say now, you know, if you, um, are going to work out in the morning, then obviously you're going to wait, you're going to work out first and then you're going to get ready, but I still want you to get ready. Don't just stay in those workout clothes. So that's just something else that I wanted to say. And then another thing I want to say is throughout the day, I want you to keep moving So even if you are, you know, at your office, you maybe you worked in a cubicle all day, that this isn't necessarily going to be different that you're working from home. It's just, there's something about being at the house and being at home. When you move around and you actually just walk around your house or go outside for a walk, it actually helps because you're changing your environment and you're changing what you're doing and you're getting up and doing something. It's just different at home. At the office, you're getting up and you're, you know, going to the restroom, you're going to the kitchenette, you're refilling your water, you're just, you're moving into different spaces. But at your house, your house is likely smaller and it's a different, it's a more confined space and you need to get up and be moving around. So you're actually potentially going to need to make an extra effort in this. Um, And it's just healthy. It's just a good thing to do and it will refresh your mind. 
So if you can walk outside, great. Um, if the weather's not, you know, conducive to that, then you're going to have to find a way to kind of move around your house. And if it's really a tight, if it's tight quarters, then honestly, you might consider doing jumping jacks or something else that you can do in place because you need to keep that blood flow happening. And now that you're not at the office where you may have had more space to do so, you're going to have to be a little bit more intentional at home for sure. So the next one that I wanted to say is, um, I think this is something that you may skip. And I, it, I think it's really important. I want you to make a dedicated workspace. And a lot of you maybe are right now working at the kitchen table, or you're even sitting on the couch with your computer in your lap. I actually want you to create a dedicated workspace. Now, if you don't have office space or space for a spot, then you're, you may have to get a little creative here. Uh, even if you sacrifice part of the dinner table for a while, you've got to have this dedicated workspace. And there's a couple of reasons for this. One is let's say you're, let's say for an example, you know, you're sitting on the couch with your laptop and that's where you're working. And um, if you don't make a dedicated workspace, when it's time to stop working and you sit on that same couch to watch TV, to kind of like decompress or relax, you're actually still sitting in your office. And so one of the reasons why having a dedicated workspace is key is that you can mentally separate yourself from being at work. And this is really difficult to do if you are using, you know, your bedroom or your dining room table or your couch, like I said, to sit and do your work. And maybe you're doing it in a combination of places. And that that's the other thing is the combination of places actually doesn't create synergy. And so by having that dedicated space, you sit down, there's just this mental thing that happens. It's like, okay, it's work mode now because you're going to get distracted at home. You're going to have a lot of things distracting you. And it's going to be key for you to stay focused because multitasking is a myth, but you're going to be, you're going to be like, Oh, I can do laundry while I work now. I can do this while I work now. And yes, you can accomplish some of those things, but mentally your brain has a hard time switching gears and you actually burn more energy when it has to work to switch gears. And that's the other thing is when you have to switch gears, but also remind yourself you're at work versus not at work. Again, you're just taking up brain power that doesn't need to be used. So I suggest that if you have an extra room that you can make it actually your office, make it your office, separate the space. It's, it's the best option if you can actually have a fully dedicated space, like a separate room or a corner of a room, because you can really separate yourself from that space. If you're, um, if you don't have all this available space, then, you know, you could repurpose something that you're maybe not using. So maybe you have a, a beauty vanity where you do your makeup and get ready in the morning. Can you repurpose that and turn it into your desk station? and do your makeup somewhere else for a while. Um, just get crafty here, get creative and get innovative if you need to, but you've got to have that dedicated workspace for all those reasons I said before. And then something else I want to say, and I want to suggest is I mentioned the word isolation. And obviously when we're dealing with what we're dealing with right now, we, you know, are isolated. We are supposed to be isolating ourselves. We are supposed to be social distancing ourselves so like literally we are isolating ourselves and this is going to be really hard on the extroverts out there, but it's also going to be hard on just about everybody who has social interaction in one way, shape or form. It's going to throw off your normal and you're going to have to find a new normal. And so one of the things that I wanted to recommend was, and this includes friends, but this also includes, you know, colleagues and peers at work. I want you to find a way to create a virtual coffee chat or a virtual, 
hey, let's have like lunch together, you know, virtually, like literally on video so you can see each other and talk to each other. And you're going to have to find this some way to do this. And so this is kind of like your little community. And you may end up doing the same thing with your friends. Maybe you you miss having your Friday cocktails after work. Well, at five o'clock on Friday, get on a Zoom call with a bunch of them and have a cocktail. You're just making it at home instead. And so I, I think that there are some things that we have in our lives socially that are, they don't have to go away completely. They're just going to look a lot different right now. And, you know, we don't know how long it's going to take, but try to find a way to bring that back in. And that is going to help you because the isolation in the beginning is going to be probably really hard. And then you might normalize to it, but it's still going to take some things away from you inside. And so let's find a way to create a little bit of that normalcy, but well, I'm not saying normalcy. I'm saying take those things you used to do and let's find a new way to do it, but let's not let go of it completely. And then something else I want to say with that is just in any way you can. So right now that you're working remote and virtually, you may be on the phone a lot. You may be emailing more. Um, you may be texting more. Maybe you're using Slack. And so you're, you know, you're typing these messages more and more and more. Well, here's the other thing I want to say whenever possible, I want you to make communication video. I want you to use video and audio as much as possible, especially if you are someone who's coming from an office or a work environment where you were literally face to face with people, or especially if you, the way you used to work with and interact with clients was face to face. Don't just replace this communication with words and typed words. I want you to actually use video in your, I want you to create meetings and I don't want them to be on conference calls. I want them to be video meetings. If that, especially if that's how you were operating before. And if you weren't operating that way before, then I want you to use this time as a chance and opportunity to now embrace this new way of communication. I will tell you that whenever I have, you know, sometimes I have Zoom meetings with people and nobody has their cameras on and you know, you're just kind of looking at the screen and you're, it's really just a conference call on a computer at that point. But when you have everyone on screen and you can see people's faces, it's the dynamic of the meeting is so much better. There's so much more synergy and it just feels, it literally feels like you are in the room with them. And not that I, 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 I would prefer to be in the room with these people, but when they live all over the United States and we're all in different States, then this is the best way to do it. And our, the way we get to know each other is better. We laugh more. We just, the dynamic of the conversation is just better. And honestly, it's more productive. We get through stuff way better and faster when we can see each other. And with that being said, you know, I also do one-on-one Zoom meetings with people. Zoom is an app where it's a video conferencing app. So it's kind of like Skype, but different. It's, you know, WebEx. Um, there's other obviously tools out there where you can create video meetings, but zoom is like very popular. It's very easy to use. And there is a free version. It's very accessible for just about anyone to use. Um, but backing up, you know, I have one-on-one zoom meetings as well, and those could just be phone calls, but it's just so much better to do it that way. And, you know, I know that I hear a lot of resistance to this because people say, well, I don't, I'm not, then I have to actually do my makeup and I have to get ready. Well, let's go back to one of my original tips, like get ready for the day, actually do your makeup, even though you may not see another human all day long. I want you to get ready. And that way, when you do have these opportunities to hop on a quick video call with somebody, you are ready, just like you would be if you were going to the office. And it's going to create a little more normalcy, but it's going to create a better connection because right now with this distancing and this isolation, 
we're going to have to be intentional about how we communicate with people. And so I want you to use video as much as possible. So Zoom is an option. You can use FaceTime, of course, Skype. Um, I think even Facebook Messenger, you know, you can actually video call someone in there. If you're using Slack, you can create calls in Slack and you can use video with that. There's really no excuse today for you not to be able to somehow, you know, create video communication with people. Um, and then the last thing I want to say uh, for this is you are going to need to make sure that you have a system. And when I say system, it's really just a combination of workflows and tools that you use to not only interact with each other, but also to get stuff done. And so now that you're virtual, you may be finding that, you know, you can't just all huddle around a desk and talk about a project and get everybody get up to speed on it. Well, you know, so that was the, maybe the way you were doing it before. And now it's like, everybody's in their own home. Like now we got to hop on a, I'm not sure where the project is. I got to call this person. Then I have to call that person. Then I have to call this person. So one of the options would be for project management, especially if you're collaborating with anyone else, is you need to have a project management tool, a project management app. And I really like, I talk about it all the time, is Asana, A-S-A-N-A. I will link to that specific one in the show notes. There are other apps out there that you can use. Uh, there's monday.com, there's Basecamp, there's Trello, which is also another app that I absolutely love and will link to in the show notes as well that is great for collaboration. And so I just don't care really, even if you just use a freaking spreadsheet to keep things on task, you've got to have some sort of system. And so I would highly recommend you use Asana uh, because you can put projects in there, put tasks in there, put due dates in there, and you can assign them to people. And then, so let's say, you know, Anna's got a, a task and, you know, Bill is waiting on that task to get finished so that he knows that, okay, now it's okay for him to start his task on the project. You know, Anna can comment in that task and say where she's at or say what questions she has. And then, somebody else can look at that and say, oh, this task isn't done yet because Anna's still waiting on a response from the client. But you don't have to call Anna to find out, hey, where are you on that? You can just open this up and see everything really quick and fast. And yes, you could just call Anna and find out where she is on the task. But when you make that phone call, you're taking the time to make the phone call and you're disrupting whatever it was that Anna was working on at that moment. And so productivity is going to be important right now and you need a system to be able to do that. And so you also need systems for how you communicate and how often you communicate. And so the other thing I was going to suggest is, especially if you're working with a team is create a schedule. So now maybe what it is, is it's every Monday for 15 minutes, you have a quick, they call we call them stand up calls. That means that it's fast. The reason they call them stand up is because in the facility, you would literally be standing up. You all stand, you don't sit down, you don't get too comfortable because when you're sitting down, you tend to talk too much, but have a quick check-in meeting on a Monday and then say, we're going to have one of these every morning for 15 minutes until we get this new workflow figured out. Like come up with a system for communicating and come up with a system for how you're going to manage your projects. And then the other system I think, I think that some of you are going to have to look into is some sort of cloud folder system. So if you were in a work environment where, you know, so-and-so had the file, those files on her computer and so-and-so had, you know, this file on this computer and, and whatnot, and you had to, you know, move around to get stuff that's not going to work right now because you're working virtually. You don't get to move around. So you need to create a folder system that's in the cloud, which means everyone can access it from anywhere. So Google Drive is really popular. Dropbox is really popular. I would highly recommend you look at both of those for sure. 
So, and if you are a Microsoft user and you guys are all about the Microsoft suite, they have their option, which is called OneDrive. But you got to look into these things. And so um, to make sure that you can have a workflow because working virtually is, is it's a little bit different. Okay. So I'm going to just recap these really quick. So the first one is I still want you to get up on time and I want you to get up relatively still early. You might now, if you know, you've shaved off a bunch of time in your commute, you could sleep in a little bit, but I want you to get up around the same time every day. I want you to, to look at that and create a routine around that. And then the other one is I want you to get ready every day. So shower, bathe, get dressed, you know, have, have some structure that put your makeup on, even though you don't think you're going to see anybody, you know, actually get ready because it's going to make you feel ready for the day and actually be more productive. And then the, I said, keep moving. So now that you're at home, you may, you're going to be more confined. You may not move around as much because you're in a smaller space possibly. So you're going to have to be a lot more intentional about getting up and moving around. You know, your, your walk from your office chair to your bathroom may be shorter than it was at the office. So maybe take a few laps every time you use the restroom. I also said create a workstation. So you need to actually create a dedicated space where you are going to work. Because if you are working on the couch, then then what do you do later at night? You're still working in your office. You're still sitting and hanging out watching TV in your office. And so we've got to create that separation, both mentally, but also just structurally. It's going to help you around the house. And then I also said, if you were you know, having coffee with people, if you kind of have that water cooler talk in the morning, or if you have those after dinner cocktails, or you go to lunch with people, I want you to still do that. You're just going to have to do it on video with each other. So have your coffee in the morning and get on the, get on a zoom call with those people. Um, if go have your cocktails on Friday at five o'clock, get on a zoom call. You're just making the cocktail at home and having it, even though that we don't get to actually do it the same way. We still need to try to find ways to have that community. And then I also said, use video as much as possible. So now that we're working away from each other, we're going to be texting, we're going to be emailing, we're going to maybe be calling on the phone, but I actually want you to try to use video as much as possible. So if you're having virtual meetings with people, get that camera turned on, be in front of the camera, show your face so that you can see each other. It will be more productive. Your team is going to be closer and the meeting is going to be more enriched. And then the last thing I said was that you need to get a system. You need to get some systems in place. And the two areas I focused on was basically how you're managing projects. And I highly recommend Asana for that. I think that Asana is a great tool. It's free. And I want you to put all your projects and your tasks in there and get everybody on board with using it. And then I also mentioned that you may need to look into a shared folder system in the cloud. And I really like Google Drive because it's easy to use. Dropbox would absolutely be my second choice. And then, but if you are a, a super user of Microsoft products and you love all their products and you may be already paying for all of that, then OneDrive would be their solution that you'd want to look into for sure for that too. So, so that's what I got for you guys today. I just kind of wanted to come in here and again, share some stuff that I've learned and adapted and adopted over the time of being a virtual employee on and off ever since 2006. So here we are in 2020 and we're all kind of being pushed into this direction forcefully. And I actually think that it could be a good thing for a lot of you. It's going to be maybe a headache and it's going to be a little bit crazy, a little bit of heartburn for some of you, but let's always stay positive And let's remember that in these times there can be positive things that could come out of it. So let's be creative and innovative and let's just keep the ball rolling and stay positive out there. So you guys, I'm thinking about y'all. If you need anything at all, you know where to find me. Just uh, send me an email at hello at melaniediane.com. Go find me in my uh, private Facebook group, DIY Marketing with Melanie. And of course, if you haven't subscribed already, I'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss any episodes. All right, guys, that's what I got. Go be awesome. Awesome.